Is this reality? No, time is a construct. Like we said last episode. I, yeah, but it's still a birthday, is it not? If, if, if time is a man-made construct, birthdays are man-made construct. Yeah, I mean, if you want to celebrate the day that you came into existence, then... You, know, you yeah. can say the day I came on my mom's vagina. Yeah. Let's just call it vaginal day. <laughs> Vaginal day? Vaginal day. <laughs> That's gross. Down the birth canal. <laughs> Slip inside. Wee! <laughs> C-section day <laughs> removed hey. by medical equipment day there are we yeah, have friends that have happened yeah. hey it's a beautiful thing it, it is life is beautiful unless until you get old then it's dark and gruesome what if the light at the end of the tunnel when you die is the light of the next hospital you waking up screaming as a baby what if what if We've said that before. I know. <laughs> oh, it's literally said by like so everybody. many everybody. And I'm always. It's like it's like the corn thing. It's corn. I'm I fucking tired hate of it. The corn. I it was hate funny. It. it was adorable. It was perfect. And then it was over fucking used. And now it's ruined. It was. It was funny because I was talking so much mad shit to Beck about it because I was just so sick of it. I'm like, this guy, this kid has no fucking clue. He just thinks he's being a cute little kid, and he's all of a sudden all over the internet. He has no clue that he's his parents are getting paid a lot of fucking money, and they're not telling him a damn thing because, you know, they're spending it for whatever, who knows what. And then he's going to grow up one day, and everybody's going to walk around him. He's going to be like, it's corn, it's corn. Look at me, it's got the juice, it's corn. And he's going to be like, fuck my life. <laughs> and then so I was, <laughs> I was just scrolling through fucking reels, and one pulled up and was like... <laughs> The year is 2025, and we got to meet with Tyrese, whatever is, you know. Yeah. Uh, the the kid who said corn, and he's like, my life is a lie. I hate it or some shit. I don't know. I, I'm I, allergic to corn. Yeah, he's like, I fucking hate corn. I actually work. I'm actually an advocate for Monsanto now. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome back, purgators, to Stuck in This Purgatory. We are not corn, and your host today is Chase. That did not come out good. <laughs> Sounds like you're a paid actor. Sounds like oh good, I should stick with it. I should stick with it. Gun to your head. Say the lines. <laughs> say the lines. <laughs> you will say them correctly. This is all staying in. <laughs> Joining me, Purgatorius Hunter. Fuck corn. Say the goddamn line. And Adrian. It puts the lotion in the basket. It puts the butter on the corn. <laughs> I will. Hello. Good not. Hello. Hello. I say it. Just say it. Just the juice. Say it again, Adrian. Hello. Hello. <laughs> I hope this all stays. Please, for the love of God, the people need to hear this. It's fuck the corn. Everything's corn on a cob. All right. I'd, I'd keep Everything's saying, on a cob. I'd, I'd keep saying hello. 
<laughs> it's like when Chipotle hired the dude to go in and order nothing but corn. <laughs> Who does that? Can you imagine his shit? <laughs> Just pure corn. <laughs> he is corn. And everything's on a cob. Is this one paid ad for Monsanto? <laughs> is my life an ad for corn? Am I a corn farmer? Are we not eating enough corn as a society? <laughs> <laughs> do we need to, do we need to do a marketing campaign for well, corn? No, I actually heard this crazy fact that corn actually like <laughs> fucked us all over. <laughs> Wait, what? Because of how how unnutritional. Oh yeah, it is. Oh, no yeah, nutritional value. Yeah. You it got com- corn starch, corn like uh, so many things. It literally corn goes syrup. in and comes out exactly the same. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And that's funny when birds eat it too. And when you go hunting and you're just, you have to dress the bird, and you're like, why is there so much corn? There's just endless corn. <sighs> wow. Because it's corn. <laughs> it's got nuts. You know what? This, <laughs> it's this got is, the juice. This is what's wrong with society. The, he's winning. He's still he winning because we're, we're talking, talking about corn. We're still talking about it. <laughs> he's still making money. God damn it. Shit. Okay, well, I'm glad that we got over our <laughs> movie killer madness. <laughs> that was actually a murder madness that was, episode. <laughs> that was emotional on a whole new level. I wasn't sure how to Feelings were hurt. That. Tears were shed. Blood was spilled. But you know what's you know what's jolly about this time of year? We're still here. Not St. Nick, I'll tell you that. <laughs> <laughs> it's spooky season with a Z, baby. Woo! Spooky season. We're coming hot and heavy for October, baby. <laughs> you know what we're gonna do? We're buttering you up. It's corn! <laughs> Say the line! <laughs> Say the line! <laughs> We're buttering you up this month with a three-course meal, baby. <laughs> We're starting off an appetizer for you, gentlemen, ladies and gentlemen. The appetizer is going to be a delicious meal of games you and your friends can play that does not involve corn. <laughs> it's completely void of corn. So the appetizer we're going to serve up to you is going to be a delicious series of games that you and your friends can play. Now, if you so happen to survive through the appetizer, your main course for this month is going to be how to summon those spirits. Does that sound pretty juicy? Really juicy. Now, it's not as juicy as this beautiful wine pairing that we're going to give you, because no one mentioned any food yet. Your, your mouth is going to get real dry after eating the appetizer and then the dinner. We are going to serve you up with just a little bit of history about these spirits that you will be messing with. Hmm. And last, to finish off this three-course spooky season meal, we're going to give you the creme play of all desserts. Why you should not fuck with the dead. <laughs> wow, what a great what a great cliffhanger right there. Why to not fuck with the dead? Foreshadow. That is what you should title this episode. Foreshadow. Why not to fuck with the dead? So I hope you guys are prepared for this month because um, our eyeballs and fingers have been sweating a lot doing some research on this shit. We're hoping to bring you guys the scares. We're hoping to bring you guys some interesting, fun things that you can do that I'm hoping are not true. <laughs> if they are, you're fucked. Yeah. But if you enjoy games and you enjoy high risk and high reward and the possible chance that you will be haunted for the rest of your life, please make sure to start off with this appetizer. Spooky games you can play during Halloween. Ooh. Did you guys ever play any of these games we're Fuck about to do? Absolutely. No. Actually, this For one that we're going to go through first, if I'm struggling enough in life, really? this, this may be it, and I will explain to our listeners why. So let's get into The Man 
in the Fields Ritual. The game's introduction states that this ritual has been passed down through the centuries and originates from the British Isles during the Middle Ages. It is said it may actually be an invention of the Digital Age, an internet urban legend that has aged up to give it some more credibility. As it may be an internet legend, it does have ancient roots tied to its ritual. After all, combining the wicker men who have been burned in effigy, which dates back to ancient times. The idea may come from a rumor spread by the one and only Julius Caesar to dehumanize his enemies and say that wicker men are tools for human sacrifice. Genius. That just sounds um, <clears throat> why he got ass-fucked. Possibly. Also why he ass-fucked other people, too. He was a character. Yeah, well, I mean... He's a man of mystery. If, if this has anything to say about this game, the rise and fall of Rome, do you want to be Rome? Do you want to either rise or do you want to be the fall? We are be, Rome. Do you want to be the riser or the one falling down? That's the real question. <laughs> wink, wink. Wink, wink. So... How do you play this game? That's a good question. I don't know, Adrian. Tell me. It requires one player, and the requirements for the game is you need to have a house with a black... With black a big guy. black cock. <laughs> black guy. Big black horse cock. Hunter, it's your game. <laughs> <laughs> Dr. Zucker! Can't wait till you guys meet him. <laughs> Can't wait for him to call me Dr. <laughs> Can't wait for Dr. to shoot you guys oh, there. God. So, how you play this game is it requires one player, no more, no less. And the requirements are a house with a back garden or backyard. Inside the house should be at least one room that has only one door. Ideally, this room should be empty. And the sole door should have a lock. Hmm. The next thing you need is a crucifix. Essential. Naturally. And a non-electric source of illumination. Bring out your antiques, baby. A candle or lantern works well as long as you have a supply of matches or lighter. And the last thing you need is an analog watch or clock. Do not use a cell phone. It won't work. I'm intrigued. I know there's no clarification on this, but I need clarification on this. Why not a cell phone? Does it just throw the whole ritual off? Like, if you don't follow this to a T, like check marks, you can't do the ritual. No, I don't think it will work because you you're summoning some kind of demon, and <clears throat> I think because of how much energy you're bringing along, the clock on your phone will be disturbed, and it may not be correct. And when I go through the instructions of this game, the clock is the main essential heart that you need or else you may get screwed over and it may lead to your demise yeah let me ask this adrian can i use a sundial no no because it started after sunlight goes down okay Okay. and you're inside in a dark room Let, let, let me go through all the instructions i have additional notes for you guys as well okay so all your little questions tag along my ears are perked though this is interesting so far in your back pocket and i will answer them what if you don't have back pockets? 
What if you don't have pockets at all? Well, throw them what under- if you only have one leg? <laughs> what if you don't have an ass? <laughs> throw it under your titty. I don't care shit. <laughs> Instructions. You just call me fat? Yeah. yeah. Hey, guys, my, do my titties fold? <laughs> you piece of shit. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> this man is getting himself in hot water. Yeah, he is. He's going to be in the witch's cauldron next. <laughs> okay, let's start with the instructions. Number one, you may begin after sunset, but before midnight. How much time you leave yourself is up to you. But it is not recommended that you begin less than one hour before midnight. Number two, clear the house and backyard of other people. Re- make sure you have your crucifix on your person. Number three, light your candle. Number four, enter the backyard and turn to face the house. Repeat the following phrase seven times. But who will scare the crows away? After the seventh repetition, listen closely. You hear nothing. The summoning has failed. Do not proceed. It is recommended that you leave the premises immediately. Do not return until 6 a.m. Back pocket. Back pocket. If you hear a voice behind you, or perhaps in your own head, the summoning has succeeded. You may proceed. The voice will say, That's not your biggest problem. Heed its warning. Number six, return to your house and close the door behind you. Do not look back. The main event. Can I answer a question yet? You, you could go go ahead, ask your question. Because okay. each section I have a different question. So when I have to leave, because if I don't hear it, right, do I um, leave the house completely? That leave I the premises, the whole property. Where do I go? Anywhere but there. (laughs) Anywhere but your house. Think about your property lines. Leave them. (laughs) You literally could probably be like on a cot on the street. You know, that'd be all right down the street. Yeah. Okay. I wouldn't be. I wouldn't go that close though. I'd be like um, Albuquerque. Next stop. Do Do demons respect property lines? They respect the easements of this one does. Okay, this one does. All right, all right. Okay, okay. And trust me, I've looked through a lot of the frequently asked questions for people that do want to do this game. So uh, a lot that you come up with, I'm able to answer once I get through it. One last question: Is this truly just one player? Right? This yes. can't be multiple. One people? player. Yes. Can't be. Okay. Additional so notes. We'll you'll find out this. why. It's actually terrifying. You'll find out why. Okay. That's all. That's all the questions. He, no further questions. He. We went through this, driving around, and it's not good. It's not good. It's not good. Not good. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry. I had some hay in my throat. Shit. Corn! The main event. Number one. Go to the room with only one door. Ideally, the room should be empty of all objects. But if it is not, close anything in it that might be open. Drawers, closets, windows, doors, boxes, containers, bags, anything. Do not miss anything. If it is able to be opened, and if it is open, you must close it. Reminder for Hunter. Anything. If it could be opened, anything. I have. I still have a lot of questions. Because I'm thinking of one room in my house specifically. Yes, your bathroom. Yes. Yes. Close it. Fucking clog that shit. 
close off the valve for the water. Oh. Close. Like, All of that. I mean, you're saying like uh, the fucking drain plug? Do yes. I need to like put duct tape on it? Yes. Close it. If what you, about, if what about the spout? Hold up. If you're questioning it, just do it. Just do close it. it. That's good. Hey, that's good rule of thumb. Yep. Okay, okay. We're dealing with demons. But one, this one, and I, I'm, I get your point. If you can close it, if your door is shut, but you can see, <clears throat> you have space underneath the door. No, it's a, it's already closed. Okay. Yeah, you're good. Okay. This will be your safe room. Next, leave the crucifix in the safe room. Continue carrying your candle or lantern. Exit the safe room. Everything else in the place that is capable of opening will be open. Your task, to close everything. Everything. Before the clock hits midnight. If you see a man with ashen skin in your peripheral vision, do not look at him. Do not make eye contact with him. However, there is no need to fear him. Simply go about your business. He is not the man in the fields. The next four. Do not look in the backyard. Do not look into the backyard. Do not look in the backyard. And if you break rule number three... Make sure to follow rule number one and two. Do not look at the backyard. Exactly. Cut your dick off. <laughs> and throw. Number nine. If you guys didn't get that rule stuck in your head, if you look in the backyard, go immediately to your safe room and close and lock the door. Find the crucifix and grasp it tightly. Pray you did not leave anything in the safe room open. Anything at all, do not open the door before 6 a.m., no matter what you hear or don't hear outside. Wait, you can you can stay in the safe room. Yes. If as you long get in danger. as you have everything closed. Okay. So we're basically, we were making the safe room and then just seeing what happens. Hold up. This, okay. here, this room is a lot like um, phasmophobia. Yeah, yeah. Where you know you're going in and you're trying to capture the ghost. Well, you're going into this house and you're trying to close everything. That and, is your goal. But you like you know how we'll hide a crucifix in a closet just in case. Yeah, that's exactly it. Okay, so you're making your little safe room, and then your objective in so far close everything. Yes, and don't look in the backyard. Yes. Okay, got it. Next, the closing. After you have closed everything in your house, and you are positive you have closed everything in your house, go to bed. And close one final thing. Your eyes. Sleep if you can. Do not open your eyes. If you wake up in the morning, congratulations. You've won. Big thing there. If. (laughs) If. Alright, let's get into the additional notes. Although any house with a backyard or back garden will suffice as a location, a secluded house in the country with a proper field... At its back is recommended. This location yields the strongest results. Although although you may begin the ritual at any point between sunset and midnight, no attempt before 9 p.m. has ever succeeded. Additionally, no attempt performed less than one hour before midnight has ever succeeded, although for very different reasons. 
winning condition. If you successfully complete the ritual, you will be completely safe for one calendar year. However, what you are safe from will depend on when you begin the ritual. If you started three hours before midnight, your safety is physical, no illnesses or injuries for a whole year. If you started two hours before midnight, your safety is physical and financial. You will remain in perfect health and you will never want money for one calendar year. If you start one hour before midnight, your safety is complete and total. Your actions will cause no negative consequences in any way for you for one calendar year. Concerning the Ashen Man, he is not the man in the fields. He's more like a referee. Concerning the backyard, if you look in the backyard, you will see a scarecrow that you've never seen there before. It is much taller than any scarecrow should be and will be missing the same piece of anatomy as the headless horseman. If you see the scarecrow, he will also see you, and when he sees you, he will begin to climb down his post. This is the man in the fields. From the moment he turns his gaze to you, you will have no more than 60 seconds to reach your safe room and lock the door. Do not, under any circumstances, open the door before 6 a.m., if you do, he'd take something of yours, something you need, something you can't get ahead without. Nah. Nah. Get it? Nah. Get it? <laughs> okay. I First off, I should have expressed this in the very beginning. Um, we get stuck in this purgatory. Do not condone your actions. We found these games on articles online, and if you choose to play these games, you choose to do this at your own risk. We are in no way responsible for your injury or possible beheading. Thanks. Okay. Dumb this down for me. The ritual is doing the safe room creation thing, but the ritual is closing everything in your house. Yes. Before midnight. That is the goal of the game. After sunset, before midnight. So as long as you do that, because I'll, I'll be honest, guys, I go around and close things in my house. Am I accidentally starting the ritual? No, no. you have to say the, the phrase. Yeah, the seven times. Okay. Just yeah. want to make sure, because I got a little freaked out for a second. Could be a little paranoid. I want to make sure I wasn't doing anything I, You know, weird. honestly, after I said those words, I kind of looked at the time like, shit. <laughs> shit. <laughs> shit. Shit. Okay. That... But it's, we're multiple people here. It doesn't count. Yeah, you're right. You're right. We already broke the rules. We're good. Okay. Uh, mysterious. Creepy. And that's what makes it so fucking creepy is it's mysterious. Uh, like I said, high risk, high reward. If you truly believe in this and you want to perform this, like I said, at your own risk, we are not responsible uh, but do tell us. I sh yeah, let us know if it worked. Let us know if you have a complete and total safety for one year. Yeah, that'd be crazy. That'd but be once again, go back to the notes. No one has ever succeeded within an hour. Yeah, that's that. I'm just an eternal, you know, competitive guy. I'm like, well, let me fucking try. Let me, so let me fuck around and find my out. My thought about this is, I'm like, does this have to be a pre-existing house? Uh, or one so that you live in? so once again, it's a secluded house works the best. And this is from trial and error from people that have tried it, right? You could go and let's say Hunter's house right here. There's neighbors and everything. But you're also playing with <clears throat> demons, right? Yeah. But if your neighbor goes out and looks at the the scarecrow, then are they fucked? 
Are you bringing? That's a great question. Can they see the scarecrow? That well, that's a question that people are wondering. They didn't play the game, right? So they shouldn't right. see it. So I mean, here's my thought: Can you cheat the system? Let's say you go out and you bought a piece of farmland, right? And right. you're miles away from your civilization. One bedroom, one bath. And you, your sole purpose, you had so much fucking money in life, you didn't give a rat's ass. You bought this piece of property and you built a house, and you cheated the system by saying, "Okay, I put one safe room in here that has nothing except for a door." And I know this for a fact. And then outside of that, I built one extra room that would be my living room, in air quotes, with like a window and a door. Yep. Could you cheat the system? Yeah. I mean, that that's a question right here. Can you cheat by playing the game in an empty house, essentially? Yeah. And it, the, they answer it, I mean, sure, but what's the point of doing that? That's fair. Just want, you just but want if it's benefits. real. It, yeah, exactly. If it's real, if you play this in one hour before midnight and you have complete and total safety for a whole year. Absolutely. That's tits. Yeah. Uh, also, some other good questions for you guys is, uh, do I have to close books, apps on my phone? And yes. Ooh. Everything. Just shut it down. Do, Just turn off. Should I close? I asked him this question. He's like, literally everything. Like, yep. if you have a question about it, yes. Yes. Yep. Should I close my mouth or eyes when I'm done? Everything. So does that mean you duct tape it? Because I know I probably sleep like drooling with my mouth open. I don't know. This is where we're going, like in yeah, between yeah, yeah. lines. I have a very, I have a very serious question. Yeah, you said you have to go to sleep after you do the. You whole don't have to. You no. just have to close your eyes. Yeah, go to bed. Close your eyes. Yep. So what if you know I had Taco Bell that night and I have to go take a shit? <laughs> then you're fucked. I'm done. I yeah, can't you even shit the bed. I'm I'm asleep, but I I consciously wake up. Do you have to close your butthole? <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Does once the warp gate have to be closed? <laughs> once again, we're playing with the uh, gray area. <laughs> yeah, but if if you're questioning it, yes. That's not good. Well, then I would never and, play. And if you wake up, the Ashen Man is there as the referee to see uh, if your eyes get open. Yes. So. Okay. Uh, I will not be doing this anytime soon. I don't care how I, desperate I get. Yeah, I will no. suck dicks on Colfax before I do this. Again, then, this is why you don't fuck with the dead or demons. Well, <laughs> just one last frequently asked question. <laughs> what happens if your neighbor looks at the scare- <laughs> scarecrow? And the response is... <laughs> uh, I don't know <laughs> that they'd be able to see it, but if they can, <laughs> probably nothing good. <laughs> also, I do want to say a big shout out to uh, the people that we found this from. It is their website is the Ghost in My Machine. The article that you can find most of these games are called the Most Dangerous Games, all written by Lucia. Thank you for that. Yep, just to throw in some citation and everything. See, the thing that spooks me out the most about all these games, because we're not covering all of them, there's quite a few, uh, you never seem fully let, You never seem fully safe. Whether or not you achieve the ritual or the, the summoning game, You will. It, it almost seems like you will forever be haunted. Like you are required at this rate, since you played it once, to play it for the rest of your life. Yeah, some other questions is like, what happens after that year's complete? You're and uh, they say that stuff has happened to other people where after that year's complete, it's either you go back and play the game or you're going to feel a sense of entity over yeah, you. Yeah, like you better just be hanging out in that safe room then for that night. It's like every every night that year. Hungry, hungry Games anniversary, you know? Hungry, hungry hippo. You fucking win the game and it's they're like... like yeah, Coming back every twenty oh, seven right. years. Yeah, you, you win the goddamn game, and they're like, "We're bringing back some of our favorite contestants to compete again." Great for our amusement. Great. Well, let's get into the famous oh dangerous game that is all over TikTok. This one's we, good. We might play this one. 
I would actually. Oh, it's so scary though. It's scary though. Scary though. Adrian shaking his head. Don't so fuck not. with the dead. I won't. But you could get two other people to play with you. <laughs> Can we just videotape it? <laughs> we do tape other people playing this. I just don't want to play it in our houses. I want to in a neutral area. Some maybe some maybe like a half Dude, friend like we have. Like, you know? Again, man, all of these games. It just seems like if you play it once, you're fucked forever. I remember what, reading a question on this one, and it says you should not come back to the premises after playing yeah. this. Yeah. So we'll just pick, you know, somebody's random house. Our homes are supposed to be safe spaces. The only places in the world that are truly ours, where anyone inside plays by our rules and where we can call the shots. But something fascinating about these games is that they take our homes and strip them from their safety aspect. The corner game is from Korean origin and has many different roots through the Asian culture that have different variations. It is a summoning ritual. The idea is to call forth the kinds of entities that are drawn to corners. Those who typically inhabit ceilings, but who like to use the corners of rooms to come down closer to their human prey. Those who occupy corners themselves, and so forth. The systematic rotation is says to pique these entities' curiosity, thus inspiring them to appear. So for this game, it is a four- principal requirements so four players the requirements of the room is an empty room the room must have four corners no more no less and now we get into the instructions the prelude before beginning the event first one is to clear the building in which your game room lies there should be no additional people inside the building nor should there be any pets the only living bodies present should be those of the four principles. Number two, extinguishing the lights in every room of the building except the game room. Number three, enter the game room. Upon entering, speak your own name aloud three times. Number four, designate one principal as the speaker. From this point forward, no one but the speaker may speak. Number five, close the door of the room the four principles should now be inside the game room with the door shut tight. Do not speak. Number six, turn out the lights. Do not speak. Any comments so far? Uh, this one's fucked up because uh, if you break the rules, you are entirely fucked. Like, yeah. you're you're gonna die. I'm gripped. I have, I have no comments. I just want to get to the juice. Alright, well, here's the corn. The main event... <laughs> No, you you should have said this has the juice. <laughs> well, here is the juice. <laughs> I couldn't imagine a more beautiful thing. Yeah, I can. Multiples. <laughs> Number one, each principal, including the speaker, must choose a corner of the room. More than one principal may not occupy a single corner. Do not speak. Number two, each principal must position themselves in the corner, standing upright and facing the wall. All principals' backs should be toward the center of the room. Again, do not speak. Once all principals are in position, the speaker must count to three. No other principals may speak. Number four. After the third count, all principals must rotate clockwise to the next corner. Do not turn around. All principals' backs should remain toward the center of the room. Do not speak. Number five, 
Once all principals have completed the rotation, repeat main event step four. Continue to repeat main event step four until it is time to enact the completion procedure. Number six, if at any point a principal disappears, the speaker should indicate to the remaining principals to enact the emergency procedure. Is it already giving you chills on her? Yeah. Weird. The emergency procedure is as follows. Each principal must speak their own name backwards three times, then turn around and press their backs to the wall. The principal closest to the light switch should then turn on the lights. The previously vanished principal should reappear when the lights are turned on. Should. Should. (laughs) Again, do not speak. If after enacting the emergency procedure, an additional figure may be observed in the room. The speaker should indicate to the principals to enact the completion procedure. Do not, under any circumstance, speak to the additional figure. (laughs) Well, that's strange. Yes. Dr. Strange, get me out of here of this parallel dimension. Fuck that. So now you may be wondering what the completion procedure is. Now you have a demon next to you. All four principals must gather at the light switch, ideally behind the additional figure. Each principal must speak their own name backwards three times. Turn on the lights and hope for the best. If you've all made it, open the door and exit the room. Give it some time before you attempt to re-enter, and try not to be alone in there with the lights off from now on. Additional notes. If at any point... During the rotation process, one principal bumps into another. Turn on the lights and wait. You may try again after a few moments, but do not speak. It is recommended that the principals develop a predetermined signal that does not involve speaking to indicate whether one principal has vanished. One suggested method assigns each principal a number before before the start of the game. Then after each rotation, each principal knocks on the wall their corresponding number of times in succession. After all principals have been determined to be present, the speaker then commences the next rotation. If a sequence of knocks is missing, however, the speaker should clap once loudly to signal to the principals to begin the emergency procedure. Should anyone but the speaker speak, you will find yourselves in terrible, terrible danger. Don't do it. Just don't. Regarding the completion procedure, all four principals are required to perform the completion procedure. If the fourth principal disappears, but does not reappear after the lights have been turned back on, you're on your own. Wow. That's that's a high bar. That is a high bar. And you wanted to play this fucking game. <laughs> that is actually... That, that, that actually gave me, like... I was, like, trying to chills. go through my head. Yeah, chills. I was going through my head, like, us actually doing it. couple questions here. I'll save the funny ones, because I'm actually legitimately intrigued. But when they say this person disappears... What are they actually referring to? Disappearing. Not Where there. Where do they go? I Who knows? That's my question, too. So when you turn on the light and do the procedure, does... Okay, back up, back up, back up. Theoretically, they come back when you turn the light on, if you do it properly. Right. Do they know that they need to say their name backwards and look, look, you know, face the... You know, back to the wall, and then the lights go on? Or are they just in another dimension, like, get me back? I assume another dimension, get me back. Huh. 
Yeah, so they don't have any like special instructions. The people who disappear, they just need to be brought back. They just need it's to keep to their us. eyes fucking shut and don't speak. Interesting, interesting. Would you want to see what's? Would on you? The other side. Do they need to close their eyes? Was that there? I'm sorry, did I miss no. that? No. So you have to play this game at night, and the room has to be dark, pitch okay. black. Okay. Yes. So maybe the other dimension's not pitch black though. So maybe they could see something. That's weird. Possibly. That's There's strange. too many unknowns about this shit, and the Juicy. thought of someone, including myself, not coming back from whatever this may be, is enough for me not to play this game. And being lost in wherever you are forever, we never see you again. So a good question for some of our listeners. What if the speaker disappears? Holy shit, I didn't even think about that. And the author says, you're probably kind of uh, screwed. <laughs> <laughs> if we the all spe- just go. If the speaker disappears while the lights are off and another player notices and turns the lights on, hopefully the speaker will reappear, enabling you to enact the completion procedure. If not, though, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. What if the missing person reappears, but there's no additional figure? Then there's no ghost or spirit present. Congratulations. You're probably all safe. Oh, so the, the the thing is to do the whole procedure, and at the end when you turn the lights on, you see something. Yep. That's interesting. How many times do you have to rotate through the room until all players have stood in each of the four corners once? <clears throat> huh. Okay, I have a hard question here. Or three times. <laughs> Wait, again? No, you just make one rotation around. Yeah. Oh, you're right. Yeah. So it's just yeah, one complete. Three yeah. times because you're already starting in one. But you're already starting in one, one corner. Two, three, four. Oh. That's it. Yeah. Uh, but if they've already been in that corner, though. Yeah, you go back to your starting place. Oh, okay. Okay. You're overthinking it. Uh, yeah, yeah. There's yeah. a lot to think about. Yeah, this. Yeah. <laughs> Let's be real here. Okay, I have some, I have some technical questions. So the, the do not speak rule, right? What if I'm just making guttural noises? That you know what's crazy? I just read no this. Way. I just read this. What if I laugh at the creature? It only says no negative emotions. That's not strictly true. And she quotes, do not respond, do not react, do not interrupt, do not betray your feelings in any way. No matter what the creature tells you, do not laugh at the character, do not respond, do not react, do not betray your feelings in any way. Cover all forms of emotion, positive or negative, you want to remain as neutral as possible. So how do you know if there's another entity in the room? You see it Because it turns on lights. Oh, when you turn, okay. Yeah. But who the fuck is laughing at a demon? There's some, some crazy motherfuckers in here, dude. Yep. If you're playing this game, you're fucked up. You have no loss for anything. You have so, no remorse, no regret. So these are on TikTok, for real. Like yeah. I could, well, talking about the game. Yeah, talking t- about it? Yeah, yeah they're not. Really there, there, there is some it. YouTube, but... The room has to be empty, though, doesn't it? See, that that's where I get a hard understanding of people videotaping, because... In all of these cameras, there's a little bit of light, and it's supposed to be completely dark. So are they actually doing this, the ritual correctly? That's where you guys... Interesting. And if you don't do the, the ritual correctly in the first place, then nothing will appear? <laughs> no. You're okay. just you're just basically acting like a bunch of dip tarts. But once you start it, and you like start talking, then you broke the rules, then you're fucked. Yeah. Okay. This game is fucking creepy. Yeah. 100%. Fuck this game. And for <clears throat> our personal favorite, Hunter, why don't you explain... What Elisa Lamb was doing in that that elevator. Oh. Welcome, boys and girls, to our next game, The Elevator Game. The Elevator Game is a very popular ritual game that originated in an East Asian country. 
However, there is some debate over which country is claimed to be, either Korea or Japan. If performed correctly, the ritual would see you first visiting various floors of a 10-story building in a certain order, then finally arriving at a world that was not your own. Let's get into it. Player's Requirement One principle, one person, no more, no less. The requirements of the game. A building at least 10 stories high and equipped with an elevator capable of reaching all 10 floors. Instructions for the game. Venturing out. Number one, begin at any time. Number two, enter your chosen building and proceed directly to the elevator. Number three, call the elevator. Use only the up button to do so. If a down button is present, do not touch. Number four, when the doors open, enter the elevator. You must enter it on the first floor and you must enter it alone. Do not proceed if anyone else is in the elevator with you. Number five, press the button for the fourth floor. Number six, when the elevator reaches the fourth floor, do not get out. Instead, remain in the elevator and press the button for the second floor. Number seven, when you reach the second floor, do not get out. Instead, remain in the elevator and press the button for the sixth floor. Number eight, when you reach the sixth floor, do not get out. Instead, remain in the elevator and press the button for the second floor. Number nine, when you reach the second floor, do not get out. Instead, remain in the elevator and press the button for the tenth floor. Number ten, when you reach the tenth floor, do not get out. Instead, remain in the elevator and press the button for the fifth floor. Number eleven, when you reach the fifth floor, a young woman may enter the elevator. Do not look at her. Do not speak to her. She is not what she seems. Number 12. Do not get out. Instead, remain in the elevator and press the button for the first floor. Number 13. At this point, one of two things will occur. The elevator will begin descending to the first floor or will begin ascending to the tenth floor. If the elevator descends, the ritual has failed. Do not proceed. When the elevator reaches the first floor, exit as soon as the doors open. Do not look back. Do not speak. Exit the building. Don't look back. You may try again another time. If the elevator ascends, the ritual has succeeded. You may proceed. Note, though, that if you have any second thoughts about what you're about to do, if you find that you're ha losing your nerve, now is your last chance to back out, to cancel the ascension, and terminate the ritual at this point, press the button for any floor in the building besides the first or tenth floor. You must cancel the ascension before the elevator passes the ninth floor in order to terminate the ritual. Number 14. When you reach the tenth floor, you may choose either to exit the elevator or to remain on board. If you choose to exit and if the woman entered the elevator on the fifth floor, she may take this opportunity to ask you where you are going. Number 15, do not answer her. Number 16, do not look at her. Number 17, let me show you something. <laughs> you want to make some real fucking money? <laughs> All right, bitch, you want to make some real fucking money? Number 17, exit the elevator without comment. Well, that's strange. Don't say that. Number 18, now... 
Look around. Do not lose sight of the elevator in which you arrived. Number 19. You will, it's said, find yourself in another world. Number 20. And although you may see many things and notice many details, you will know you have arrived in this other world. You will know for certain by one indication and one indication alone. Only person present in it is you. The return trip. The method by which you may return to your own world depends on your choices thus far. I love this. It's like a choose-your-own-adventure game. <laughs> Ad-lib for your life. Fucking love it. If you did not exit the elevator at the 10th floor, press the button for the first floor. The doors should close, and the elevator should begin descending. If it does not, keep pressing the button for the first floor until it does. When the elevator reaches the first floor, exit as soon as the doors open. Do not look back. Do not speak. Leave the building and return home as soon as possible. If you choose to exit the elevator at the 10th floor, follow these instructions. Return to the elevator. You must use the same elevator to return as the one in which you arrived. When you enter the elevator, press the button for the 4th floor. You will now proceed to press buttons and visit floors of the building in the same order you did during steps 6 and 12 of venturing out. When you reach the fourth floor, press the button for the second floor. When you reach the second floor, press the button for the sixth floor. When you reach the sixth floor, press the button for the second floor. When you reach the second floor, press the button for the tenth floor. And when you reach the fifth floor, press the button for the first floor. The elevator will again begin ascending to the tenth floor. You must now cancel the ascension before the elevator arrives at its final destination. To do so, Press the button for any floor in the building besides the 1st or 10th floor. You must cancel the ascension before the elevator passes the 9th floor. If you have correctly canceled the ascension, the elevator will descend to the 1st floor. When the elevator arrives and opens its doors, do not exit, not just yet. Look outside and check your surroundings carefully. If anything seems off, even the smallest detail, do not exit the elevator. Instead, press the button for the 4th floor. Repeat the previous four steps, beginning by pressing the button for the fourth floor and again checking your surroundings before exiting the elevator upon its return to the first floor. Once you are confident you have returned to your own world, you may safely exit the elevator. Repeat the previous five steps as many times as necessary. Do not exit the elevator before you are absolutely certain you have returned to your own world. If you do and you are incorrect, well... You might as well get comfortable. It may be a while before you see your home again. You may, in fact, never see your home again. Okay, let's just go back to that number five where you said, if you have correctly canceled the ascension, the elevator will descend to the first floor. Yeah. When the elevator arrives and opens its door, do not exit. Not just yet. Look outside and check your surroundings carefully. This is a lot of the Elisa Lamb when she gets out and she's checking both ways crazily. That just gave me and chills. And this, this is why the elev- elevator game is so... Uh, prevalent. So prevalent. In the theories. That's Alicia so Lamb's scary. Missing. Yeah. Did she go to the... Did she think she was in the wrong world or was she in the wrong world and then somehow accidentally went somewhere too far and fell into a pool of water and died and there, there she goes. She never went home again. 
This one doesn't scare me as much. It's a little bit of a sci-fi chiller, though. There's too many variables, and elevators don't scare me that much. I just don't know. I mean, See, have you ever it's watched a the lot? What's the one movie with the demon grandma in the elevator? Have you ever watched that movie? Devil. No, that, that'd creep you it's out called more. Called Devil. Yeah, it's actually fucking good, and it's creepy. oh, I've seen the cover for that. It looks She's like it's t- creepy. I don't want to. I won't expose. It. I won't. I won't. Yeah, it's good. Watch it. Here's an interesting thought, though. Someday, I hope you two will go to Meow Wolf and and do the whole experience because it is a version of the elevator game because you. Walk into one world, take an elevator, come out. It's a different world, and you keep doing that. Huh. And it's fucking creepy. Uh, didn't we read somewhere, too, that the elevator game is a way to get to the back rooms? No. No. But I would believe so. That'd be crazy. Yeah. You know why this one isn't scary, though? To, initially, is because the worlds you go to maybe aren't fucking fucked up. You know? Yeah, cool. what if you end up going to a better one? Yeah, boob world. <laughs> I mean, you, boob world. You, you walk out, and you're like... This one just smells different. Let's give it a shot. Fuck it. Yeah. It smells like maple syrup. I'm in Canada. Let's go. I don't know. Uh, so, I mean, yeah, if you fuck up, yeah, there's some intense rules here. If you fuck up, yeah, that's scary. What if you open the elevator and you, everything succeeds? Well, let's, you open, hold let's on, go, hold on, hold on. Let's go to the additional hold notes. On. Just like back pocket. Hold on. No. Back pocket. I'm pulling it out. Back pocket. It's in, in the, the front. front pocket now. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Same wavelength. It's a zipper. <laughs> what if, what if the whole thing succeeds? And you open and the elevator opens and you're in a different world and it's just a giant dick monster. How, get the fuck out of here as quick as possible. It ain't maple syrup world. It ain't, it ain't boob world. No. Get me out. Yeah. I don't want to be here. <laughs> Once again, go to the additional notes. People that have played this game will tell you what you will see. You want me to, to lay down some additional yes, notes? Kinky. Okay. Regarding the building, Chase, maybe this one's for you. I don't know. Probably isn't. Dick monster. Ten story building may be defined as a building with 10 floors above ground, including the floor at ground level. Basements and sublevels should not be included in floor count. Great question, because I was wondering that. Regarding floor numbering conventions, the floor numbering conventions used here are such that the ground floor is considered to be the first floor. The next floor up is considered to be the second floor, and so on. If you are located somewhere that uses different floor numbering conventions, i.e. the ground floor is considered to be a destination of its own, the next floor up is considered to be the first floor, and so on. You may need to make certain adjustments in order to play. Yeah, that can be confusing. Like L, Super, lobby. Yeah, or G for one, ground. Ground, yeah, that always fucks me up. When I go to these commercial buildings for work, and it's like, wait, am I on the third, second, fifth? So to clarify, if you are in an elevator that has G for ground, and that's technically the first floor, then you would have to go up to the first floor that has the one on there to start your start game. Start from yes. there. Yeah. Let me throw another wrench in the mix just to fucking fuck this up. Isn't the 13th floor in an elevator doesn't exist? Sometimes. Other times it's used for um, staff only. Interesting. A little variation. One possible adjustment involves... You don't play with the 13th floor, though. You don't fuck with it. One possible adjustment involves the transportation... Transposition. One possible adjustment involves the transposition of the numbers of the buttons. That is, rather than pressing buttons labeled 4, 2, 6, 2, 10, 5, and 1... During the course of the game, you may instead press buttons labeled 3, 1, 5, 1, 9, 4, and 0 or G. Right. Using this adjustment, will you see you visiting the same floors as detailed above. Spatially speaking, it is only the labels of the floor that have changed. Interesting. Somebody really thought this out. A lot of people play this game. Like, it is worldwide. Do they have any proof like of anything that they saw? Can they take pictures in this other world? I don't know. 
It didn't say anything about electronics, so mm. I do not know. Let me answer here. We'll see. Do not attempt to play this game with more than one principal at a time. A side note on that. I don't. I would. I have no interest in doing these unless one of you guys could do it with me. You know. I'm too yeah, scared. I'm a, a lot of these games are single player. That's too bad. Yeah, but that's. I hate to be the fucking fun police, but that's the whole point of these games is to be scared. Like, if the three of us did it, we'd I'd, be fucking chuckling the I'd whole time. I'd still be scared. You yeah, kidding be, me? We'd be scared, but we'd be laughing our scares away. Yeah, we'd be laughing until the fucking girl. <laughs> yeah. it. And then we'd be like, "Wow, shit's real." <laughs> what? Well, but what? that's the whole point. Is these games are to test your steel, like yeah. whether or not they're real or not. Mental fortitude. Yes, it's. It's people doing it just to get a scare and be like, oh, guess what? And the issue with it is, yeah, it's cool. It sounds it sounds very intriguing. I would never do it. But people probably can't even get through these games because they'll get to a point where like, wow, shit's about to get real. I can't do this. We can't, I can't even do a Ouija board. I, I can't even imagine doing exactly. that. It's so a Hasbro it's, fucking licensed yeah. product. Can't do it. Do not attempt to play this game with more than one principal at a time. Do not attempt to play this game with any other bystanders. Players must be alone in the elevator at all times during the course of the game, with one exception, the woman who may or may not enter on the fifth floor. So does the game all bets are off if someone just walks in, or is it like... Read the next note. Oh, fuck me. All right. (laughs) If any other... (laughs) Oh, here it is. Here's my answer. If anyone other than the woman on the fifth floor enters the elevator at any point during the course of the game, do not proceed. Terminate the ritual immediately. See below. If you wish to terminate the ritual early, you may do so as detailed in step 13 of the venturing out phase. As long as the elevator has not yet passed the ninth floor on its way to the final ascent to the 10th. If you've already passed this point, it's too late. You must see it through the end with this rando person in the elevator with you. Okay. Thank you for answering my question, Adrian. Regarding the other world... Reports concerning both the nature and appearance of the other worlds vary. Some state, for example, that you you should exit the elevator at the 10th floor and you will see the world that looks almost identical to your own, save for maybe two details. All the lights on the floor will be off. If you look out the windows, the only thing you'll see is a red cross in the distance. Well, that's strange. Other reports, however, do not specify that this will be necessarily the case. Additionally... Some say that electronic devices, mobile phones, cameras, recording devices, media players, etc. do not function in the other world. Others, however, say they function as usual. Given the inconsistencies between these reports, it is therefore not entirely known what may you may expect from the other world. You may see or experience what others have done before you, or you may see or experience something unique or previously unknown. Whatever happens, though, you will be alone, you and perhaps the woman from the fifth floor, that is certain. Uh, like I said, out of all of these, this would be the one I would try. Elevator? Bet. 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 On God. On God. I would never take that bet. <laughs> he wouldn't do it. He's a sarcastic asshole. No, on you. On It's the, it's the term, on God. Do it. What? He's saying bet. I'm saying on God. That means truth. Like, do it. Okay. Do the elevator game. When you have to play it, Do because it. my thought on this, my thought on this is, it's like you have to. It is a very rare occasion that you can play this on ten floors without somebody interrupting it. That's the gamble, my guy. What reward do you get out of it? You get to see another fucking world. I see him in my dreams every night. But what if you like consciously awake, get to go feel an alien titty? 
That's pretty weird. Yeah, I've already I've already put that vibe in the universe. I'm ready. Take me away, baby. Take me away. Okay. Concerning the return trip, getting back to your own world may be more difficult than it seems. Should you choose to exit the elevator on the 10th floor, you may become disoriented and forget which elevator in which you initially arrived. The elevator may seem to get further and further away from you as you walk towards it, and so on. Be vigilant. and Keep your wits about you. Some sources note that the method for returning used in the event that you choose not to exit the elevator may only be used as long as the woman on the 5th floor did not enter the elevator. That is... You must both have chosen to stay aboard the elevator and be alone within it in order to utilize this method. Notably, these sources do not say what to do if you choose not to exit the elevator, but are in the presence of the woman from the fifth floor. Additionally, some sources note that the method for returning used in the event that you do choose to exit the elevator requires the buttons to be pressed not in the same order you press them when venturing out, but rather in the reverse order. That is, instead of pressing 4, 2, 6, 2, 10, 5, 1, in that order you press 1, 5, 10, 2, 6, 2, 4. I like how it doesn't give me an actual answer. Like, tell me which one if I'm going to do it. Yeah. I need to know. That's yeah. just kind of terrifying because what if this actually happens and you're, like, unsure? Yeah, I mean, for me, that's I think that's the most terrifying part about it, even though like, I, I know personally if I were to go play this game, I would probably freak myself out at a certain point that I wouldn't remember any of this. I'd have to have it written down. Like it would have. Oh, you'd have to write it down. Yeah, you'd. I'd have to just print this out and put it in my pocket and yeah. be like, "Fuck, where am I? Yeah, <laughs> what's that? What's that?" <laughs> Turn around, ask the woman. I, I totally. So you're fucking <laughs> lying. <laughs> Say it. It's corn. <laughs> Couldn't imagine a more beautiful thing. Is this woman hot? Okay, we'll talk about the woman later. Focus, focus, focus. For- hey, you're pulling a chase, man. I know. Get your shit together. Get a horny, horny devil here. Furthermore. Some early accounts do not include any of these methods for returning. None at all. Great. As such, any of all return trip methods, even the ones detailed in the above instructions, may not necessarily be relied upon to work as expected. Also, if at any point during the game you faint, pass out, or otherwise lose consciousness, you will likely wake up in your own home. However, be sure to carefully examine your surroundings upon waking. The quote-unquote home to which you have been returned may not be the one you left when you first set out to attempt this ritual. All right, here's the burning question, boys. Concerning the woman on the fifth floor, we got three juicy facts. Do not speak to her. Do not look at her. If you do, she may decide to keep you for her own. Kinky. Sex slaves. Sex dungeons. Fuck yes. Titties and beer. Well, Adrian, you want to uh, just shout out where we got this information again? Once again, it is the most dangerous games. It's on the website, theghostinmymachine.com, and it's written by Lucia. Lucia. Yeah. So thank you, Lucia, for writing this um, extremely incriminating document about things you want to do to people. Yeah. Um. I don't want to find out if this is true, but I also want to say, once again, we at Stuck in This Purgatory are not liable for anything that happens to you. If you choose to play any of these games or any that you find, that is at your own risk. But please report back to us. But if you do have video footage and uh, the police do end up releasing your dead body, we will be more than happy to investigate. And once again, just like Chase said, it is said by Lucia, by us. Do not attempt these games. These games, 
even if they do work or they don't work, don't be the one that finds out. Are you willing to take that risk? Don't fuck around, find out. Or do. And if you guys really do enjoy these games and these ritual summonings and stuff like this, we would love to do little side episodes. It is super easy for me to find, and I could always bring out some more games and uh, summoning rituals if you guys are interested in listening and hearing about them. So out of the three that we covered today, Hunter, what's your favorite? Hmm. Great question. Great question. I think they all had, they're all great. Let's just say this. These are great games to, if you want to dabble your foot in the, the supernatural, go right ahead. But I have to say, the corner game is the most dangerous and most intriguing. It's got me thinking. Adrian? Scarecrow game. Uh, you, you can't go back to the premises or else you're fucked, but you get a reward out of it. Right, your nice. your risk reward right there, and I, my curious mind wants to really see in my peripheral vision what that Ashen Man actually right? looks like. I right? know, it's, and he's just referee. He's just a homie. You imagine some Ashen Man, and he's like in a fucking referee outfit too. He's got a whistle. <laughs> you like you open your eyes when you're supposed to even close. Like <laughs> Scarecrow, Scarecrow, he's dead. <laughs> Take his head. <laughs> Take his head. Say the line. I'm trying to look up if there's a picture of the Ashen Man. I'm curious now. Uh, probably just pictures. Probably. So, yeah, I mean, I definitely think Corner's game, that got my goat. That got my skin tingle a little bit. I will say Scarecrow one, fascinating. Fascinating. Uh, but there are just too many unknowns to that one where it's like, the whole rule. If you think it needs to be closed, close it. Well, fuck. Do you got to carry like eight pounds of duct tape with you and make sure you fucking extra close everything? Too many unknowns. That one spooks me the fuck out. Uh, elevator game, most likely to play, but still terrified. Corners game has got it for me, though. Isn't it crazy? You came in and you're like, Corners game, we could do. And it turns out mm. it's the most fucking terrifying. It's terrifying. <sighs> See, here's the thing about it. So Simple. It's it it's simple. The elevator game is only intriguing to me because if there truly is alternate dimensions out there and you can truly astral travel, then this is just a way for you to astral travel to another dimension. That's all these summoning rituals. Well, well, some of them. In this case, concerning these three, this is the only one that's that way. Uh and so to be able to have a way to actually do that and travel to another world is fascinating. Now, the fact alone that I would be so fucking terrified to be consciously doing this, because in my brain, if I really am actually traveling in my brains, I don't fucking know. You know, I'm, I'm guessing I am. Fuck. Uh, scarecrow guy, fucking... Not a normal scarecrow. It's not a normal scarecrow. And the thing that spooks me out about that is like, again you are fucked the rest of your life. Like, even if you complete the game, even if you're successful, you have to keep doing this. But the corners game scares me the most because that's the most real to me. To be in a room and to be just pitch black, silent, already nerves are high, and then to hear and or see some being that's not normal in the room with you, how do you suppress the urge to not scream and run the fuck out? I know. And then die, probably. I know. I, know. I don't know. I don't know what happens. No one knows. What if we looked up and Chase is gone? 
Yeah, and that the lights so go back on. Weird. Where, and, and, where and would you, you can't be? Talk. And you can't talk. And, so and what if I can't say my name backwards? Yeah. <laughs> Wait, like, actually, we should try. <laughs> say say what? Say your name's backwards. Can you do that? Uh, we actually tried mine. Mine's um, what was it? Uh, Isach. 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 Mine. You'd be um. You'd be Renta. You'd be Renta. Renta. You'd be Renta. And Adrian would be. Um, Nairod, Nairod, Nairod. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we probably shouldn't re- be repeating these. Pre, no, no. It's completion. I understand that, yeah, but I, who knows what games we may be summoning? We didn't talk about. <laughs> yeah, boy, good. What if I jack off seven times in a row? <laughs> Am I summoning something? <laughs> How Maybe. fucked up would you be if you saw the demon and jerked off seven times? What if my eyes are closed, but <laughs> didn't say anything about actions? <laughs> you know, the more we talk about this shit, the more I believe in, in multiple dimensions. Yes. Not even joking, guys. Like, I think maybe hell's a dimension, heaven's a dimension. There's also other weird dimensions. There's just there's just tons of dimensions. There's just tons and tons of shit. Tons of different things coming out of there. It reminds me of the, an episode in Ash versus the Evil Dead when Ash needs to uh, summon a demon to answer some questions about the the Necronomicon, and he's like, goes up to this guy. And he's like, hey, give us a demon. Like, give us like a total nerd, like a total weak ass demon. And the guy's like, oh, uh, here, uh, oh, uh, uh, Calagos uh, or uh, Calagos, uh, uh, demon of the mind. And there's like summon that bitch, and it all goes wrong. That's how the corner game is to me. We'll just you know fuck around, find out a lesser demon, and be totally fucked over. That's well, what creeps me out. If you guys think there is more dimensions, done yet? Bitch, I ain't done yet. Ain't done yet? Back it up. Back it up, Terry. See, the th- <laughs> <laughs> Back it up, Terry. Back it up, Terry. Back it up, <laughs> Adrian. Terry, get it back. Should leave that because that actually made sense. I agree to the extent of like I'm. I think it's fun, and that's why I enjoy doing this podcast to think about the possibility of alternate dimensions or other realities or ghosts or demons or what have you. But the thing about it is, for me, at the end of the day, it's just fun to think about. And if I ever get too crazy about it, that my my comment back to that to everybody is well. What if it's not? What, if, it's what not? if this is it? What if? And that man, I tell you what, grounds me like that. The one, the one fucking thing people got right, and it's this thing right here. Yes, that that is true. That you can actually take that approach in life in many ways. Yeah. Is this the one ghost? Like like on our a la- recent ghost hunt. Is this the one time I'm actually going to see a ghost and I'm totally fucked up for life? Yeah. Or this is it. This, this is, is it. life. Yeah. Weird. Very trivial. I oh. love it. That's strange. Well, that's strange. Well. If you guys like to summon a demon in your house, maybe in an empty house, and risk your fortune, make sure you give us a follow on Stuck in This Purgatory before. At Stuck in This Purgatory on Instagram, check out our link tree and uh, shoot us an email right before you're ready to summon the demon. And uh, let us know what game you're ready to encounter for the night. And maybe you want to get in your spooky Halloween fails and you just want to summon a ghost. How does he sexualize everything? I really just don't how know. he says it. Yeah, it is. It's it just is. like I'm about to get dickin' yeah. by doing one of these games, but not a dickin' by a demon, just a dickin'. Oh, you're, you're welcome, dickin'. 
You missed your calling, kid. You should have been a should have been a radio host. You should have just been in porn. <laughs> you should narrate porns for you for should. blind people. You should narrate porns for blind people. Me and Chase actually talked about that. We did. <laughs> what? What? Left field. Man, we talk about some weird shit. You guys are bored at work yes. talking about there any pornos for blind people? Dude, we're talking about spooky games that could literally kill you or make you disappear forever. <laughs> so gotta, yes, gotta, we talk about weird shit. You all gotta the time. change it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's fair. That's fair. Oh my god. Okay, well, I hope you all enjoyed this appetizer of corn. Um, I know it wasn't the most appealing meal, but. <laughs> If it goes in the same way it comes out, I'm sorry. <laughs> We're sorry. At least it's got juice. At least it's got the juice. So, Most beautiful thing you've ever seen. Uh, you know, next week uh, we will be giving you the main course. Um, it's not the best course, but it's the main course. And it's going to teach you how to summon some spirits. And um, if I'm you're really the, excited. If you're the faint of heart, I wouldn't recommend it. None of us here are going to fucking do it because we know better. Yeah. Um, and you heard it from our guest interview. It's not good to do. So just don't fucking do it. But we're still going to teach about it anyways because we're fucking sadistic like that. So fuck you. We're masochist. Love you guys. Thank you for listening. Please continue to support us. Uh, we are having so much fun doing this. And uh, we love talking about this stuff. It really takes our mind off of the bullshit of this purgatory that we live in every fucking day. Fuck. Um, but we really do need you guys' help. I know we've said this all the time. It's beating a fucking dead horse, but uh, we really do truly appreciate it. So thank you. Coming up on a year, guys. And we're a year poorer because we haven't made any fucking money. Just kidding. Cut that out. <laughs> Prostitution is coming to my future. I am about ready to sell my feet picks. Feet. Feet picks. Feet finder. You'll find me at Calvin Steele. Calvin 93. And I'd be audioing it. <laughs> describing the feet for the blind people. There's the sexy big toe with multiple hairs on the knuckle. <laughs> Perfectly groomed with fish tips. Look how he's putting that lotion on. Do you back see how that curls? Strokes. Oh, you can see he's that. He's going back. You see that hangnail? Oh, my <gasps> God. Can you believe the way he picks things up with his toes? It's oh, a animal. This August getting cut in. Look at look at the calluses. You can tell he's a working man. Don't you like that, ladies? You can imagine him working. Look at that size ten foot, even though it's got the girth of a fourteen. Can you imagine those rough, rough heels digging into that tight, wet little? Oh, he's sticking his own toe in his mouth. <laughs> can how you believe how it? flexible this man is? This oh man. my. God. He's okay, the most we can interesting actually make man. lots of money. <laughs> yeah, we guys just got to narrate the feet. <laughs> wow. <laughs> That's how low we are. Yes. I'm ready. Well, we are coming up on our one year here, and we are just thankful to have you guys. It has been so much fun. This episode, I can already feel internally, is going to be one of my favorites. Hopefully one of your guys' favorites, because this was just wacky and hilarious, but also terrifying. So... We all joke about it in all seriousness that we're stuck in a purgatory here. But please, don't go play these games and get yourself actually stuck in this purgatory.